Hello and welcome to my Caravan Industry Insights podcast. This podcast is for anyone working in the caravan industry, whether you're from a manufacturer, supplier or dealer here in the UK or elsewhere. So listen every week to hear insights, interviews and marketing tips to help keep you and your business more informed and successful. I'm John Rawlings, a journalist and communications expert with a lifelong passion for caravanning and 20 plus years PR and events experience in the car and caravan industries. From starting in the editorial team at Practical Caravan Magazine to working in the press offices at Vauxhall, Volvo and Volkswagen and now in my own business specialising in the caravan industry. This week, I am talking to another podcaster. It's none other than Motorhome Matt. So hello, Matt. How are you? Hello, John. I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm very good. Very, very good. I am. This is a first because you're the first other podcaster in the caravan industry. Well, first podcaster, let alone in the caravan in- industry that I've spoken to. B, this is the first time I've done it while on a motorhome holiday. I'm currently in the village of Bourg Saint-Maurice in the French Alps on a skiing holiday. But I have managed to... Uh, Grab some time with you this evening while I'm making the most of the Wi-Fi in the uh, in the site's lovely lounge with log fire, etc. Brilliant. Well, now you're flexing. I'm still at work in a cold office. Everyone's oh. gone home, oh. and the heating's gone off. Oh no, no, no. So let's your your motorhome map. But that's just quite a new thing. You've got a number of businesses in this industry under your name, haven't you? Do you want to tell us a bit more? Of course, yeah. So motorhome holiday company is our motorhome hire business. We've got a motorhome caravan storage business called MHC Storage and we've got our shop which is thatleisureshop.com. It's online and we have a shop as well in North Somerset and it sells motorhome caravan camping accessories and parts and so on. So that's a year old. It's very new. It's very exciting. So yeah, it's been a busy, a busy few years really. You are a busy man, and you're going to be in at the NEC February show in quite a big way, aren't you? Yeah, we are. We, we're taking the podcast to the show again, so we'll have a stand for Motorhome Matt, and a team from the shop are going as well. as a dozen of the retail side of the business going. We are working in partnership with Maypole, running their stand. We're also working with Crespo and Bowcamp, selling on there as well, a beautiful range of furniture and accessories. And also with Seago, who make paddle boards and inflatable kayaks. Oh. So the shop team are split between Birmingham and while keeping a skeleton team back in North Somerset, fulfilling online orders and, and serving customers that walk in during the week. Okay. And while you're at the show, you're you're interviewing people as you or meeting the public or and and other exhibitors, I suppose, are you? What's your Yeah, plan? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the best bit of the show, meeting our listeners really as a podcast. It's really lovely. We've had the pleasure of doing that back in October and uh, we were at the Manchester show as well. And we've got lots of interviews planned and we're still booking them in. So it's going to be a busy week. We certainly had a busy October show and we, I think we'll have a very busy February show as well. We're excited about it, looking forward to it. Yeah. And I saw that you were at the Manchester show as well. So you have been a busy boy this year. Yes, that's right. Yeah, we're also doing all of the Warner shows as well as the shop. I'm speaking at a number of them as well. So, yeah, I'm going to the vast majority of them myself, either to help on the shop stand and speak at the show. There's a couple I think I can't go to because I'm on holiday. But, yeah, it's a busy diary. We're doing some local shows as well. We have a brilliant event in Bristol called the Bristol Balloon Fiesta. Oh, yes, I've always um, wanted to go and, to that. Uh, oh, you must come. It's awesome. And also North Somerset Agricultural Show, which is a great day on bank holiday in May. So, Makes yeah, sense. it's it's shows are going to be a big feature for us this year. It's going to okay. be great. 
And w- tell me why you added a podcast to your repertoire. <laughs> That's a good question. Well, we were in, we took in, when we lots the shop, we took inspiration from a company down under called Snowies, who have a brilliant YouTube channel where they're unpacking products, and they're a similar shop to us, a lot more camping based, I would say. Mm-hmm. And they launched a podcast, and Maddie, who runs our digital marketing, said, "Matt, you're going to want a podcast next, aren't you?" With her head in her hands. I said, oh, I would love one. I'd love one because I'm a big fan of podcasting anyway. Yes, me too. Uh, And I said, but we don't have the resource, the time or the know-how. And I know how much work is involved in launching and running a a great podcast. And then oddly, as these things often pan out, a few days later, a BBC journalist rang me, a friend of mine, and said, Matt, I've retired from the BBC and I'm launching a podcast production business are you interested? You should have a podcast. I've just watched a video you've done on YouTube. It was actually about caravan rules, towing rules changing. Oh, yeah. And we presented the facts as they were changing and why they'd been changed as well. And and Keith said it was very informative. You should run the podcast. I said, I'd love to, Keith, but you know we don't have the facility to do it. And he said, well, what if I ran it for you and did all the techie bit on the back end? Anyway, one thing led to another and, and here we are. And so... I actually co-present our podcast with Keith. He's become yes. an integral part of it. Yeah, uh, He's been a massive mentor to me yeah. and a huge inspiration. And he's a very talented journalist and a really top, top chap. Knows nothing about motels or caravans, which has actually been a great dynamic on the podcast because yes. you know, he will ask what might be perceived as a daft question, but actually it's not. You know, it, so it, we've yeah. got this really consumer focus as... Uh, yes. And Keith keeps me very grounded. And, you know, when I'll, I'll, I'll just say, oh, we're going to a CL, he'll say, what's a CL? Yeah. So it's been great. Good. That's no, good. Well, you're, you're absolutely right. Because when you've been in the industry for a long time, you take a lot of terminology and in basic information for granted, don't you? And you forget that somebody listening yeah, we do. could be completely new. That's right. Yeah. It's very easy to do that, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so he's been, a, he's been a massive influence on it. In, in terms of why we do it, really, we wanted a way to, I suppose, commercially create a marketing arm for the shop. And mm-hmm. we thought a podcast would be a very passive way of growing the shop business. And it absolutely works. Right. So the shop kind of sponsors, it brings you the podcast. Yep. And also we wanted to create a new income stream through the podcast via sponsorship. So and that's worked as well. And we're still working on that and growing that. So that's, yeah, that's a, a big opportunity this year cool. is, is, is revenue in, into the build, into the business through sponsorship. Yeah. Brilliant. And it's just a lovely format, isn't it? To get, it's much more personal. It's much more variety because you, I know that you record yours and, and put it on YouTube as well, don't you? We do. Yeah. We yeah, started good. adding YouTube as well Yeah, and we're adding more content to YouTube. So We've just, we're still working it out really. And we're, we're doing a lot of interviews where what we started doing, we just recorded a, an episode on habitation checks oh, yeah. and I interview an AWS approved workshop scheme repair center. Yeah. And in the podcast, we're bringing in little sections of, of what they've said. Whereas in the, in the, on YouTube, there's that content is there as a video and we filmed Keith and myself doing the episode and we've got the full interview as well with the service centre as a standalone video. So it, it you can get more engaged on YouTube and actually I think yeah. it's a different audience. I don't know if you found this. We find that our podcast listeners don't necessarily watch our content on YouTube and vice versa. So uh, okay. it's kind of a different type of audience and people 
prefer to watch, where some love listening. So, and yes. it is, you're right, it's a unique platform because you've got the listener in your hands, you know, you're in their ear for that yeah. duration. Yes. It's a very much a one-on-one -on -one personal relationship and, and coming with that is a huge responsibility as well. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's a brilliant platform, a great, great format. It's just much more personable. It brings your brand to life. You've completely, they get to know you. They, it makes you stand out from any other competitor really, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. We yeah. get people coming well, in the shop and they, they see me and recognize yeah. me and I'm, you know, just walking through the office or the shop or whatever. Yeah. Uh, or serving on the till, you know, I mean, and you know, they walk in and, oh, hi, Matt. And, and then they realize, oh, you don't actually know me, do you? <laughs> yeah, and I've done the same as a listener to a podcast. You know, I, I feel I've made a connection. I listen to your podcast pretty much every one. I think I've listened to John. Oh, that's very kind uh, of you. <laughs> it, it's great, and I feel that I have a, a relationship with you, which is actually far bigger than the relationship we really have. Yeah, and that's the joy of podcasting. It is, isn't it? Yes, and obviously we're serving a slightly different audience. You're very consumer focused yeah very, uh, and yeah. i think you're doing a really really good job it's really informative thank you and the content is fantastic well you are a content factory you're you're all over your social media channels as well aren't you we yeah we're very busy we we are massively under resourced as a as a team we're a family business really yeah and you know what we say we're a family and friends business one of the, some of the team here i've known for 25 years we worked together wow. before in a previous life yeah. And a few of us here come from an events background, which was my background. We worked together there as colleagues or client and suppliers. So, and we became very good friends and we're working together again now. That's nice. That's nice. Right. I'm conscious of your time and the fact that I'm running out of time here. This, this lounge is meant to shut in about 10 minutes. So I'm going to press on and ask you Go a couple it. of, couple of fun questions to finish with. Go your, on. Your, one of my usual questions is if you, if you had a magic wand and could wish anything for the caravan industry, what, what would you wish for? Oh, right now, supply chain issues would just disappear. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I'm uh, not the first to say that. <laughs> and the, the consumer could walk into a motorhome or caravan dealer, see the vehicle of their dreams and order it and actually drive or tow it away a week later, either brand new or used, but particularly brand new. And, and there wouldn't be any supply chain issue. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yes, it'll, um, it'll happen. It'll, we'll get back to that one day, I'm sure. You think? Well... I'm, I'm always an optimist. <laughs> I, I, I think we're a while away from it, to be honest. With the well, dawn of hybrid and electric coming, I think there's a whole new raft of challenges coming. But anyway. Yeah, well, there are, definitely. You're right. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be covering that a lot on our podcast. Okay. The other change I would love to make, I would be so over the moon if we could change the levels of after-sales customer service and make them exemplary and great for everyone, every time. I think it's a weakness of our industry. And actually, that is one of the reasons we launched the podcast, is to help the consumer understand how our industry works. It, you know, we are a cottage industry, aren't we? Um, Effectively, yeah. Amazingly, it, yeah. When I came into this business, I came from a very, very corporate background yeah, of corporate too. events. And I was stunned that we were placing an order, thousands and thousands of pounds for stock for our shop at the time, you know, we, I launched a Motown dealership and thinking, how hard can it be? And <laughs> I was stunned. I was, you know, pretty much it was being written on a pen and paper yeah. rather than on an iPad or, you know, I mean, this was back in 2008. And so I guess technology was fairly new, but the idea that this, you know, 20 grand order was being placed on a pen and paper was really, wow. I would do this all the time. But okay, it has it improved 
at all since then? <laughs> a little. Less, yeah, yeah, of course it has. Yeah, it has definitely. And there are wholesalers working really hard to improve things. And things are improving all the time, but we're still that there's a romantic nature to this industry, which I love. And it is one of the big draws for me. Yeah. But I think sometimes we make excuses for it. And I think we can always do better, particularly around after sales. I, I just, you know, I, I have heard some horror, horror yes, stories. I've heard some yeah. horror stories as well. And you just want the customers to have the best experience so that they recommend yeah. it and spread the word. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, people have a very dim view of motorhome or caravan dealers. And, you know, sometimes it might be justified because of their experience, but right. it's not good. I think, you know, increasingly we're attracting consumers that walk into a BMW or an Audi dealership yeah, and they have an expectation and they're spending, you know, the same or more on a motorhome and having a very different experience. You know, it, it's, yeah. I, I still think we've a lot to learn. Okay. As an industry. Well, I've worked for three different car manufacturers and they all have huge after-sales departments. So it's not that they don't have problems. They certainly do. No. They've certainly got... It's always about how you handle problems, isn't it, really? And it's, it's how you deal with it, yeah. It's not yeah, rocket science. Right. No, okay. and some businesses are definitely better at it than others. That's, that's true. Cool, cool. So my other last question is, if you could invite three people, dead or alive, famous people, uh, not for not family or friends, to a barbecue on a campsite, who would you choose... Do you know, you warned me you were going to ask me this. And yeah, it's I did. Really I thought it's hard, really, isn't it? really fair to give you some warning on that one. But yeah. I mean, you think about it for too long. It gets very difficult. I would choose yeah. Freddie Mercury. Oh, nice. Definitely. Have you entertained us? I would love to spend an evening with Elon Musk. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just think what fascinates me about him is the way he thinks. He just thinks differently to everybody else. Yeah. It's just the way his brain works. And I would love to have an evening with Isambar Kingdom Brunel, who, of course, has had a massive impact on my home city of Bristol. Uh, uh, okay. And okay. a phenomenal engineer. Yeah. And again, a different thinker. Yeah. I, mean, I would love to spend some time with him. That would be amazing. So you'd have an evening of deep thought and music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a man, in, a man in a white leotard swinging a microphone around. That would be great fun. <laughs> I love hearing what people come up with. It's really interesting. <laughs> right. I think my time up is about to be run out here, so I probably ought to leave it there. But thank you very, very You're much. You're getting for, kicked for, out of the lounge. Yeah, very, very soon. There's people arriving. And I'm desperate to get back from a dinner that's, that's been cooked yeah, in the well, motorhome. We've had a very good day. Thank you for asking me onto your podcast. It's a great, great pleasure. It really is. Keep up the good work. I will, I will. And, and uh, I will look forward to seeing you next week at the show. Actually, this episode will be going out on Tuesday, the 21st. So we'll see we you. We may have met life. already. <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. <laughs> well, I hope you've had a great skiing holiday. Lovely. I well, certainly have so far. I've got two more days to go. And yeah, we're absolutely loving it. It's great. I'll see you later on a pair of crutches. No, hopefully not. No, no, no. It's all going very well. I haven't fallen yet. Touch wood. Good. Good. <laughs> Thank well, you very much, care. Matt. Thanks, Thank John. Bye-bye. See you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it and would really appreciate it if you could share it with as many people as possible. Even better, please give me a five-star review in iTunes. It would be a great help. If you'd like me to interview you, want to suggest someone to interview, or interested in sponsoring this podcast, or want to get in touch with me for any reason, please drop me a line at john at rawlingscommunications.com or message me on Instagram at rawlings underscore comms. Thanks very much. Bye for now.